Entrepreneur on Fire 553. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Well, here you go and hang on tight as John Lee Dumas is about to take you on a wild ride. Ignite. Audiobooks.com has over 40,000 titles and you can preview as many of them as you'd like for free. Head over there today and get your first book for free as well at audiobooks.com slash fire. Working with an individual graphic designer has its limitations. Timing is one. Want dozens of designers to choose from in just seven days? Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Rhonda Quartz. Rhonda, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, I am. Yes. Rhonda is founder of thehighvaluewoman.com and CEO of Magnetic Women International, a company showing women entrepreneurs how to enjoy a luscious life while multiplying their net worth. She lives between California and Europe and travels the world showing powerful women how to have luxurious lifestyles brimming with all the emotional, spiritual, physical, and financial support that they desire. I've given our listeners just a little overview, Rhonda, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Sure, John. First of all, thank you so much for having me as a part of Fire Nation. I love what you're doing. Um, It's amazing. Thank you. So thank you for having me on. Um, Well, me, I'm Rhonda Cord, as as you all know. And I live in, you know, I live around the world. And I just really, my passion is to show women, powerful women, how to have a luscious love life and... Um, you know, have a a luxurious lifestyle and a lucrative business at the same time. And John, I just want to quickly share something that happened with me recently that really ignited me even more (laughs) to to get my message out there. I was at a a four-day full immersion self-growth seminar with a group of powerful entrepreneurs, men and women. And we were all there to grow and break through something. And one woman who uh, ran several multiple six-figure businesses, she went to the microphone and she said, as I was doing the last exercise with my team, I started to cry. I realized that I'm 47 and I've never been proposed to. And John, that broke my heart because I, you know, my purpose, one of my missions is to, I want powerful women worldwide to live lives in full purpose freedom and being fully loved for who they are inside and out by an amazing, wonderful man or woman, if they should choose. But I want their 90 year old selves to raise a glass of champagne, toast themselves and say, well done, gorgeous, no regrets. That's what I really want for, for women, powerful women. Rhonda, I love it. And I love the message that you're going to bring to Fire Nation. And obviously, it's going to resonate incredibly powerfully with the female side of Fire Nation. But there's so much that the male side, the male contingent of Fire Nation is going to be able to take from this as well that I can't wait to dive on in. But before we do, Rhonda, I know you have two pretty awesome quotes you're going to share with us today. So take it away. Okay, so... Um, you know, I have there's so many quotes out there, but I actually took two from a blog post that I wrote. <laughs> and this is not to be self-centered. It's really cohesive with the message I want to share today. So the fir- it's really a mantra, actually. There's two of them. So the first one is, 
because I love myself, I don't need you to. (laughs) And the second mantra is, I don't need your approval. Mine is sufficient. How have I applied this, you know, meaning to my journey? You see, John, I used to have an insatiable need to be liked and a need to please. And many women are raised this way. Even men are, too. And in my business, I used to kind of dance around what needed to be said. I was afraid to tell a potential client what needed to be said, Um, you know. And so when I'm teaching my classes, even now I say, I'm here to change lives, not be your friend or make you like me. I don't care. Okay, and since I did that, that has multiplied my business Um, and also in my relationships, I don't tolerate disrespect. You know, I don't compromise anymore. So that's why I use these mantras daily, even in a sales conversation or anything. I don't need the approval. Mine is sufficient and neither does anyone listening. You know, so to step out there powerfully, these two mantras, I think, um, you know, if entrepreneurs would embrace this, their impact would increase, the quality of their clients would climb, and their income would multiply. I love those mantras, Rhonda, for so many reasons. And I want to pull out that phrase that you use that so many people, men and women alike, myself included at some point in my life, we have this insatiable desire to be liked. It's innate. We're born with it. It's that herd mentality that we have. We want to fit in. We want to be included. We want to be liked. So instead, I want to challenge Fire Nation to listen to Rhonda today and leave this podcast interview with an insatiable desire to be yourself. How does that sound, Rhonda? Oh, I love it. That is juicy. (laughs) (laughs) Feel free. Because you're on this interview, Rhonda, you can use that at your desire. And Rhonda, what I want to do now is tell a story because you've led quite the life of an entrepreneur. You travel the world. You speak in front of incredibly powerful and successful women. You change and impact lives. But take us to a time when you failed, when you fell flat in your face and you had to pick (laughs) yourself up and say, you know what? I'm Rhonda Court. I can keep going forward. Take us to that moment, Rhonda. Tell us that story and the lessons you learned. Ooh, that is a deep story. So <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> this is a story that's going to resonate. Okay, so um, I was living in Italy at the time of one of my quote unquote biggest failures. They're all stepping stones to success. But anyway, true. So I was launching a fashion line in Italy, and. Um, this is a time, John, when sticking to my values cost me everything, literally everything. Um, I was launching this line. I had invested my entire savings. I mean, everything I had at the moment. Um, and what happened was I had a a backer, an investor who was investing, I think like a third of the uh, equivalent of a third of a million dollars in my venture. And what happened was for, through a series of events, I was engaged at the, at the time to an Italian diplomat and things just, you know, I, as an entrepreneur, I didn't want to be traveling around the world on his terms anymore. So I kind of broke off the engagement and my backer, my investor, he found out about this. And um, then he started kind of pulling back and then he's, he asked to meet me and I said, well, you know, what, what's going on? I'm not going to call his name, but <laughs> so I said, um, he's like, well, you know, I, I heard that you, uh, you broke off your engagement. And I was like, uh-oh, nice. <laughs> I know where this is going. And he's like, well, you know, I never really said anything, but I like you. And I was like, he's like, you know, so um, do you think we could go out? And well, here's the thing, John. First of all, I didn't like him. Right. Even if he were single, 
I wouldn't go out with him. The man was married. Not only was he married, he had uh, kids and everything like that. And I was like, you know what? And I sat there. I was like terrified for Adam for a moment because I was like, I know where this is going and I have to, I, I have to walk. Like there was no question about it. And so from literally one moment to the next, I no longer had anything. Even my my home in Rome, I had to pack up things. I had to rent it out. I had to pack up my belongings. Uh, so I put things in, in storage, lost all of that. I couldn't even pay the storage. Um, had to leave. It was, just, it was just a mess. But it turned out to be um, a good aha moment. Tell you about that later. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, Rhonda. I love how you know Entrepreneur on Fire, the flow, the journey we're going through right now. And there's one thing that I want to pull out about what you just shared. And it's so true. Right at the beginning, you said, John, failures, they're just stepping stones to success. And Fire Nation, if you really absorb that, if you really take that in and realize that we need failures as stepping stones to success. There's no way to get to that success point without taking those risks and having those failures and moving forward. It's going to be a lot clearer and simpler journey for you. And what I want you to do, Ron, is pull out one clear lesson that you had from this experience that you would love Fire Nation to walk away with. Well, the clear message is actually, it comes from my dad. who is an amazing man, an entrepreneur, um, you know, moved to the United States. I come from an immigrant family. So I was born here, but the rest of my family wasn't. So the, the, the nugget I have, one of my biggest aha moments came a few years ago. You see, growing up, my dad always told me, he said, Rhonda, you were born with everything you need. So I always understood this intellectually, but never really got it until I lost everything while living in Italy. That's when I really got it. So what happened is um, uh, after that, I, you know, I had to sell everything. I had to put things in storage. I took about two, shipped two boxes. I had a friend in Stockholm, Sweden. So I had to rebuild my life somewhere. I had to do something. So I said, what can I do? And I always listened to my intuition. So I uh, took about, shipped two boxes of things to, to Sweden. And I packed two suitcases. And I had $25 and um, about four weeks to bring in money for, to get a new apartment, to buy food and take care of myself. And, you know, $25 is not much, but a bus ticket in Stockholm is $5, John. So, (laughs) so that alone. (laughs) So, um, I knew the friend, you know, I only knew the friend whose couch I was sleeping on. I didn't speak Swedish or anything. I didn't know anyone, didn't have uh, nothing. So, you know, and she was going to have company at her home in four weeks. So I literally had four weeks and I needed to be out of there by then. So what I did is I looked um, around, I looked for English speaking, uh, like online newspapers, magazines. I looked for challenges where my skills could be solved, could solve for challenges. Okay. And so what happened is I started a business teaching, um, teaching kids, uh, teenagers, how to design a fashion, um, like a fashion line. I took my degree because I have a degree in fashion design, international business, and a myriad of other things. And I took that and I said, okay, uh, the Swedish uh, government had cut after school funding. And so I said, what does that mean? It means that what is the first thing to go worldwide? Arts. But kids love that kind of stuff. Another thing I I did with that was um, I said, well, you know, I need X amount of dollars to 
or well, actually Swedish kroner to survive, you know, and really thrive. So I targeted high end environments. I went to private schools and seeing that I only had $25 to stretch, I kind of, I'd made a list of the t- private schools. There were like 20 in Stockholm and I practically walked everywhere. It was pretty cold, <laughs> but I walked <laughs> to save money. <laughs> I walked and you're talking, I mean, I was making thousands of euros when, before I lost everything in Italy. So I was like back to zero. So I was walking and I hustled but in an elegant way, as I teach women to do. And so here's the thing. The aha moment came for me, John, a few years later when I got it started in online marketing. I took the wisdom and experience and I turned it into a program that I call Make Four Figures an Hour, How to Turn Your Gifts into Wealth. Because what I had done four weeks later, I got some of these, um, the headmasters, as they call them at the private schools, To market my services, I put together a little five-minute PowerPoint video. I got them to market it directly to the the parents. The parents paid me like close to $1,000 each. My classes sold out. I was making like $1,500 an hour just going to work at one school one hour after that they sold out, then the smaller kids wanted that. Then the headmasters were like, can you teach the smaller kids? Their, Their little brothers, the sisters want to do this. So that's a very convoluted, long roundabout story to say that they have everything. Like my dad said, you were born with everything you need, you know, and um, there's a quote by Ford. I can't remember exactly how it goes. He says, thinking is the hardest thing to do. That's why so few people engage in it. (laughs) And, you know, that it's true. If you sit down, you know what you need to do. You know what to do. You have everything you need. So Rhonda, I love that elegant hustle that you put into play. I mean, here you are in a country that you don't really know anybody. You don't have any transportation because you have $25 in your pocket and just one bus ticket costs $5. You have four weeks. That's it. You have a very limited time frame to make things happen, to put money in your pocket. And guess what? You made it happen. You hustled elegantly elegantly. You made things happen in a very powerful way and you've landed on your feet or potentially on your high heels. Cause again, my you're, stilettos. <laughs> you're stilettos <laughs> because you're being elegant, right? <laughs> <laughs> so Rhonda, you just shared an amazing lesson you learned from that failure, from that struggle, from that stepping stone to success. And you just shared an aha moment as well. Do you have another moment in your journey when this light bulb just went off and you said, bam, this is me, this is Rhonda, this is my authentic self, this resonates with who I am. And if so, Rhonda, tell us that story, and even more importantly, the steps you took to turn that idea that you had into success. I'm one of those people who just, I'll get an idea, and I'm a fast implementer, I don't want to sit on it. And so what happened, something happened recently, last year, I love to travel internationally, I live internationally, and I told myself, you know, there's so many women out there, um, you know, like I talked to about working with powerful women. So there's so many women out there who desire to have this luscious love life while, you know, having this lucrative business. So last year I decided last minute to take a, a take a couple months off, quote unquote, never really take time off like that, but <laughs> and go to Italy. And um I decided to start, well, I'll be, I'll be launching soon, um, Elegant Hustler, <laughs> the Elegant Hustler for, for women entrepreneurs worldwide. So, so it just happened that I was in Italy. I kind of, I went to a local meeting and I met someone who works in the Italian, the Senate, the government. 
Then I got invited to go to um, a press conference they were having. It was just, it's just a long series of synchronistic things. And I said, you know what? Why not bring some of my clients here and really do some transformational work? So I kind of sent an email out to my to my list and said, hey, ladies, I'm in Italy. If you you know who wants to come and do some do transformational work. Um, I have this magnetic woman factor. This is my methodology. I take women through. So right then and there, um, that became a multiple five figure month because women were like, hey, I want to do it. So for me, it was, you know, make a decision. Don't let you know, finances, or I don't know how to do it, or I don't have a sales page, or even if it's just an idea, test it, roll it out, just do it. I mean, I had women fly in from, I had clients from London, I have clients now coming out, I mean, from all over to work with me, you know, and there's a lot of women, you know, even at higher levels that don't feel they have the self-worth or something to offer, they always do. So I know you're going to be good at pulling the message out of that. (laughs) (laughs) Rhonda, I am definitely going to be able to pull an amazing message out of that. And in the Army, what we call it is on-the-job training. Here I was, 22 years old. I just graduated college. And I was an officer in the U.S. Army. I was in charge now of four tanks of 16 men. I was a platoon leader in the 1st Infantry Division. And I get to the motor pool the first day, and I walked up to my tank, and my 37-year-old platoon sergeant salutes me and says, Lieutenant Dumas, you know, Sergeant Walker reporting for duty. And I said, all right, what do I do, Sergeant? And he goes, get on the tank and start hammering away. And so we just had to learn on the job. I didn't know what I was going to do going in there. I didn't know necessarily how to drive the tank, how to load the magazine round, how to you know fire this 77-ton behemoth Abrams. All I knew was that I had a great team around me and that I was going to learn on the job. And and that's what you did, Ronnie. You just knew what you wanted to do and you started moving forward and learning as you went on the job training. And it's really powerful, Fire Nation, to realize you don't have to have all the answers today. And in fact, if you do have all the answers right now, that means you haven't started soon enough because you need to have that lean startup mentality. When I launched Podcasters Paradise, I didn't have all the courses lined up that I was going to have with that program. I didn't have the forum set up. I didn't know how to do a membership site. I just knew what I was going to do. I offered it to my community. They said yes. Then I said, okay, now let's create it. Let's go forward together. So Rhonda's done that. I've done that. Fire Nation, it's really powerful stuff. And I mean, Rhonda, you're traveling all over the world. You're changing lives. You're impacting so many people. Of all of this, what is your proudest entrepreneurial moment? Ooh, okay. My my proudest entrepreneurial moment came when I decided to move to Europe after university. I sold everything. Um, I had been there previously um, on my own, kind of had a 17-nation pass and was just running around, you know, and I was also studying <laughs> the summer before. I, I uh, graduated two summers before. And I just knew that that's where I was supposed to go next. I did the reverse immigrant. Everybody's trying to come here. My dad came to the U.S. I was leaving. So <laughs> what happened was I rented an apartment for two weeks in, for two weeks in advance. That's all. I didn't know anyone. You know, I went to Italy. And so I didn't know anyone there. I didn't speak the language, didn't have a job or work or visa. And I just sold everything, you know, my car, my furniture, everything. And I bought a one-way ticket. Because I wanted to burn my ships and I, did, I wanted to close any back doors. 
And I think I had a thousand dollars or so at the moment. And I just knew I wasn't coming back no matter what. I wasn't calling my folks for money. I was, I just wasn't going to do it. And so my proudest moment came, you know, 10 years later, John, I was still there. I had launched five different ventures in three different countries outside the U.S. and internationally. I got my visas and permits and not by marrying a a European guy either. I got it. (laughs) I got it the hard way. Um, You know, I'd worked with various governments and entities. I had supported over 2,600 European business owners and entrepreneurs do business globally by showing them how they were unique, like inside and out, working with their presence, you know, and then also have to have how to have a fulfilling a personal life. And I'd worked with some really powerful men and women. Um, and so while I'm proud, see, here's the thing. While I'm proud of the fact that I did all of those things and much more, what I was really most proud of, John, is that I never came back until I was ready to. On your own terms. That's right. Yes. Wow. I love that. And I love how you shared burning the ships as a mantra, as a phrase. And I want to share a little history lesson with Fire Nation about how Hernando Cortez landed on the coast of Mexico way back in the day. And he knew that his little troop of soldiers, they, they didn't number many more than 500 or so. They were going inland and he knew that if they still had those ships on the coast, they would always be keeping one eye back to maybe run back, jump in the boat and and sail back to Spain. But he said, you know what? If I burn the ships, we have no other option but to band together, count on each other and drive forward. And he was committed to driving forward. So he burned all the ships and that troop took over almost an entire part of this Western Hemisphere. It was an amazing, an amazing feat what they did with such a small band, but he gave them no other option. So Fire Nation, give yourself no other option but to succeed, and you will. And that's why I talk about the baby effect every now and then. Rhonda, so often my entrepreneurs tell me that their turning point was when they finally started having children, that they were in need of supporting, of protecting, then they just put it all on the line and went out there and succeeded. And sometimes we need to do that as entrepreneurs, not necessarily have babies, guys, but (laughs) burn those ships. And Rhonda, let's bring it to present time. Let's talk about today with Rhonda. What's one thing that has you fired up right now? What's got me fired up, John, right now is that the shift that's happening in in my business. That's what's really got me fired up. Um, because as I said earlier, I, I you know, the women I work with, they're very powerful and some are very visible. So for example, we've got a woman who works with the surgeon, the US Surgeon General. Um, another is a mayor. Some are actresses, international recording artists, you know, entrepreneurs running six and seven figure businesses, CEOs of, you know, $25 million companies. And then we've got women who make, you know, high five figures. So we've got them all in between, right? And so, you know, when you're a powerful woman at this level, you have more and difficult, you know, and different challenges in your personal and your love life than most women. So, um, you know, and she desires and needs a strong alpha male and who can handle her. And so the cookie cutter approaches and blanket coaching, you know, they don't work for her because they, you know, and they don't want everyone in their personal life. So, you know, discretion is a top priority. So the thing that I'm really excited about is a shift that I'm you know, I've been called to work with these women. Um, so that's what I'm really, really most excited about. And there's a lot going on this year. And I'm rolling out some things and some uh, retreats worldwide to work with these women at, at very high levels so they can then touch, reach millions. Because, 
So I'm, I'm really excited. Here's what I'm really excited about. Working with the top 5% so I can reach the 95%. Wow. See, what I love, Rhonda, and this is one thing that I'm always stressing to Fire Nation, know your avatar, your perfect client, your ideal customer. And it's just so obvious to me that you know your avatar. You've defined your avatar. I've defined my avatar here at Entrepreneur on Fire. His name's Jimmy. He's a 34-year-old married man with two kids. I know my avatar, Rhonda. You know your avatar. And once we know that, Fire Nation, we can do so many powerful things and waste so little time going in the wrong directions. And Rhonda, before we hit the lightning rounds, let's thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, I recently heard a great story about two guys in Dallas who started their business using just an iPad and 99 designs. Outline the sky. Palmer and Rex had enough of the t-shirt era dominated by mainstream brands with big blatant logos. So they had an idea. They found a Google image of the Dallas skyline, printed it out, traced it, took a picture with an iPad, and used an app to color it in. With that, they went to 99designs and launched a logo design contest. Within a week, they had an inspiring new logo. Voila! Outline the Sky was born. The duo is now in over 10 retail outlets and they've sold thousands of urban themed teas across the country. I found 99designs to be a great partner for any entrepreneur looking to bring an idea to life. Maybe you too can take your idea from merely an iPad drawing to a recognizable brand. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Did you just hear that? I could have sworn someone said something about a free audiobook. All right. I almost forgot to tell you that audiobooks.com is offering Fire Nation your first book for free at audiobooks.com slash fire. Don't worry. No strings attached. With audiobooks.com, you can listen instantly anywhere from your Apple or Android device or straight from your PC or tablet with a great online library of over 40,000 titles, including several of the best business book recommendations you've heard right here from top entrepreneurs. You're sure to find those titles you've been meaning to read for years. Audiobooks.com also offers great membership benefits like one audiobook per month plus 33% off each additional title you listen to. You can even preview as many books as you want for free to ensure you're only getting the ones that you enjoy listening to. Get your first book for free at audiobooks.com slash fire. And Rhonda, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning (laughs) rounds, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds great. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Well, you know what? Nothing at the start. So my entrepreneurial venture started when I was five years old. And um, so my parents encouraged me to use my creativity from the age of three. So uh, nothing really held me back at first because I kind of... They never said you couldn't do anything. So I kind of cut out a a cardboard kite and I went and sold it to a neighborhood kid for like $4. (laughs) So um, that was my first transaction at five years old. But here's the thing. I allow things to hold me back as an an adult. So here's the thing. I have a deep conviction to focus my message and services on a group of women, the ones I'm currently serving. But the fact was I was afraid to do it, John, because not only was my current tribe at that time, You know, I was afraid, like, oh, my gosh, what are they going to think? And there goes that need to please. Right. But on a deeper level, I felt like I was alienating them or abandoning them. 
And then I finally realized it was more of an evolution and a call to serve at a higher level. So by serving the top 5% then influencers, the powerful women, by inspiring, inspiring them to live luscious love lives and create highly lucrative, impactful businesses, I still reached everyone else, the 95%, whether that was directly or indirectly. So I let go of that guilt, you know, I, you know because I was raised, you know, to give to charities and I still support women worldwide uh, through Kiva and some other places and give money to help them build businesses. But my personal time is best spent with these women at these higher levels. And I felt guilty about that, but I let it go now. I'm fine. I <laughs> love that, Rhonda. <laughs> What's the best advice you've ever received? One of my mentors told me, this was several years ago, that he couldn't see me, my essence or my personality in my business. And he was like, Rhonda, you're not showing up in your business. Put all of you in your business. So back to the same you know, thing. I was under this spell of the need to be liked and to please. And my message was really lukewarm. So I really focused on letting my voice be heard and to hell with everyone else and who didn't like what I said. <laughs> so now my business includes all of me, my passion, travel, uh, everything, you know. And once I took his advice and I applied it, my business took off, I mean, through the stars. So one of the things is I feel is you can't have success at anything, business, love, relationships, if you're not showing up as all of you. And I mean, I mean all with a capital A. Rhonda, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? I don't dive right into work in the morning. I get centered in my own power, how I want my day to go, uh, so I can really get into and step into that energy, okay? Um, and there's a whole process that I, uh, magnetic woman archetype process that I go through and I teach women to go through, so you wake up in your, in your power Personally, I take two to three hours in the morning before I even touch the office. So probably like 10, 11, I'm in the office. <laughs> so I, I really, I'm really, really well prepared mentally, spiritually, physically on a lot of levels. So I take that time for myself and I have a, a ritual. Um, I wish I, you know, I, I have my own personal one. So I listen to something that is, is uplifting. I have a meditation. I do a bit of exercise. Okay. I never just dive into my day ever. What's powerful about this little Fire Nation is that Rhonda's not diving into her day, but she's still improving herself. She's still taking the time to center herself and to get focused. And that is just as important as anything that we could be doing in our businesses because we need to take care of numero uno. And for Rhonda, that's her at the beginning of the day. Yes, maybe she's not starting in the office until 11. That's fine because that works for her. So find what works for you and make sure to really get that system in place. And Rhonda, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? First, for inspiration and ideas, I love one of the things I like to do is um, I like TED.com because I love the TED, the TED um, presentations. I always get something out of it. I just kind of choose a topic and at least once or twice a week. I challenge myself to listen to, you know, how someone else is thinking or doing things. So that's one thing, TED.com. Um, and the, other, the next one is that sometimes we can be, we want to give, and I really encourage people to give wisely. So there's an organization called CharityNavigator.org. And that way you can check out, they check out charities and make sure they're legit. Where's the money going? All of that. Like I personally give to women entrepreneurs through Kiva and help build their businesses worldwide like that. Um, 
So, you know, I check out, go there to check out charities uh, before I give or do anything. So those are my two. <laughs> Love that. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to these resources and everything that Rhonda and I are chatting about at eofire.com slash Rhonda Court. And Rhonda, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? Refuse to Choose by Barbara Scher. I love that book. It, it changed my life. And I think that so, so many of us are multi-talented. We have so many talents. What I like about her book, Refuse to Choose, is that you don't have to choose your talents. You can use and develop all of them, whether professionally or personally, and not feel like you're a failure if you don't finish something. It's, it's really cool. You just have to read the book. It's so cool how she breaks it down and shows that if you start and stop certain things, you're not a failure. It's just you're, you're wired a certain way. And she helps you create your lifestyle around how you're wired, not how society tells you you should be or should live. Refuse to choose. And Fire Nation, I know you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Rhonda, this next question's the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, so here's what I do. So the first two days, I would read all the industry newspapers, uh, internet, research the web for challenges to be solved. I would make a list of uh, five to 10 of them. Second thing I would do uh, is match my talent, skills, passions to those challenges. So I would see how what I have to offer could solve the challenge. And I'd also research existing companies in, in that space. Um, next, I would place an ad in a media outlet for centers of influence, sources, or people in these industries where these challenges existed. So they could be, you know, CEOs or they could be people just having the challenge um, and also people who also have a large audience. And then the days three through seven, I would talk to as many centers of influence as possible to, um, to get their take on the challenge. I'd select three to take to lunch. So I'd probably go on the master cleanse, the lemon cleanse for 10 days, and I wouldn't eat for 10 <laughs> days, but I'd take that $500 and invest it in creating these relationships and taking uh, two or three people to lunch uh, instead, and I'd eat a salad maybe. <laughs> well, Rhonda, and, your, your food's taken care of. Yeah. Oh, my food is oh, that's right. It's taken care of. So um, You're like, yes, I'm right. going to Sizzler now. Okay. No, <laughs> no. Well, I'm talking taking them out. I'm taking them to, you know, somewhere high end, really, you know, that's worthy of them. Yes. So, like Ruth's Chris. Got it. Yeah. So, okay. And I'll put together probably, I'll talk to them about, you know, I'll put together a little presentation and share with them how I can support them or their tribe or group of people uh, in, in solving these challenges that I, you know, made the list of and I, you know, make some joint venture deals, sell my service to this, you know, group and, uh, via teleclass or have them promote to a list or something like that. And, um, bring in, you know, the amount that I need to take care of my needs for three to six months after that. And then, um, so I can focus, focus on building a sustainable business and a small team and support. So that's what I do. <laughs> Rhonda, I love that. And I so have enjoyed hearing your journey, 
you know, I knew was going to be really helpful for the female contingent of Fire Nation, which is out there, 46%. But I was, you know, a little worried about the 54% of people that are the male contingent of Fire Nation. And I was like, are they going to get a lot, a lot out of this too? I thought they were. No doubt about it. Just your stories, your lessons, your aha moments, the steps you took, the stepping stones of success. This is applicable to any entrepreneur in any industry, in any niche. That's any sex. So thank you for sharing that, Rhonda. And I want you to end by giving Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Live a life so your 90-year-old self would raise a glass of champagne and toast and say, well done, gorgeous, or handsome. (laughs) No regrets. (laughs) Um, I'm on LinkedIn, Rhonda Court on LinkedIn, or you can go to thehighvaluewoman.com. And, um, you know, people who just want to reach out, they can just email me, John. I'm always, you know, open and willing and available to speak with people, you know, who have who have challenges. They want to balance their their love life, have a you know a luscious love life, and build a lucrative business and that make a bigger impact. I'm always open and here. Well, Rhonda, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've been talking about. Your email address, your website at eofire.com. Just type Rhonda in the search bar, Fire Nation, and her show notes page will pop right up. And Rhonda, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Fire Nation, have you attended one of our live webinars on Podcasters Paradise yet? Not only do I cover some of the best podcasting techniques, we also dive right into Paradise so you could have a sneak peek behind the scenes and look at our vibrant community filled with over 350 podcasters. Oh, and did I mention that we give away a free lifetime membership during every webinar? Sign up for our next live webinar at podcastersparadise.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 